Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? I hope you're all doing all right. My name is Cody, and you're listening to the, to the Stutterer. And this episode is made for my Spotify podcast and for my YouTube podcast, which are shared between each other. And I've appreciated the support so far. I've had a massive, massive rise on YouTube, and it really has gotten me so excited. I am so hopeful for the future and what's to come. And that is actually a part of the reason that I'm doing this, this episode, which is specifically talking about the state of the, of this country, specifically the United States and where the world's going. And this isn't cynical. It's actually hopeful for the first time. I act well, for the first time in years since COVID and all of that mess, I actually think the United States is turning around. I think people are really starting to get a grasp on the future and what's to come. And it gets me really excited to finally see that because these last few years, everybody knows it has just felt like a blur. Just it's, it has not felt like three, four years. Um, because 2020 up to now was dealing with the the lockdowns and the fallout after that. And then having Biden become president and making a lot of decisions that you and I both know were detrimental to the United States. And... One big part that is inspiring me to make this this episode is there was a massive, massive decision for the Supreme Court um, just yesterday as of recording this on June 3rd, June, sorry, I'm starting to stutter, uh, June 30th, 2023, um, when they struck down not just one, but three different um, different rulings, all, um, all being major, major parts toward the advancement of the democratic party's position. And all of those were denied. And the first major one was deciding in favor of a graphic design business that resides in the state of Colorado where the state was wanting to, or I think it was a small, a smaller group, but they sued her based off the fact that her website stated that she won't openly support the LGBT movement. Um, Not saying she won't serve them, but the fact that it said that on her website had them take it all the way up to the Supreme court to compel her to have to. So that's really the case where it was a argument of not whether or not they should serve specific people, but if someone can be compelled despite their religious beliefs. So it's a different conversation where it becomes about if there's discrimination based on your religion, 
should you be forced to act a certain way? And the Supreme Court voted in favor of the business because they felt that it was wrong to compel somebody when they believe in something. So it was a massive shift in freedom of speech, something that has been under attack for years that they've been trying to work up to, to try to force people to bend a certain way. It That's really more of the conversation. People go straight to, oh, you just don't like this or that. No, it is more of the case that it's a smokescreen. You give an inch, you give a mile. You have to fall in line to whatever people tell you, do what they say, and all of it is influenced by the governments. They can get what they want. It's leading down a road where you will be forced to live a certain way just because someone else says so. And that is the slow destruction of freedom of speech and individual rights. So the fact that the Supreme Court voted in in favor of that is a big deal. It is a big, big deal because it is almost a defiant stance against Biden and the current government that wants to change our current republic that defends our freedoms into a dictatorship because Biden tried to force the student loan forgiveness program through all of all of the branches with his executive power trying to act as a dictator. And that was another case that the Supreme Court struck down. They said, no, we will not fall in line with that because it won't work. Somebody has to foot the bill for that. So that was one major, major injury to Biden because he wanted to buy out the young voters for the next election. Now that that is gone, that is a, a, piece that he no longer, um, that's a card that he doesn't have to play anymore. And then they, the Supreme Court had also struck down affirmative action laws for colleges. It prevents admissions and decisions based off of race. And you and I all, all know that that colleges have been on this course for the longest time where they will discriminate against the white, the white kid and always go for someone with darker skin, which is racism where a person should not be judged off of their skin color, but purely from the merit of their character. That makes sense, right? Well, the fact that they, Denied that made people now, um, all of the news became, became angry about it when it really then turns the light onto them where this isn't a bad thing, but they try to make it out to be. So it's almost where the true face of our government and our leaders are now being shown and everything is falling down. And ever since, I mean, it could be argued all the way back to Vietnam, the government has been falling into corruption um, of deceiving the people, steering them a certain way. Wouldn't go as far as to say something like a one world power, but I do know there's a lot of money going into it. So that's not out of the argument, but the world has been being, 
has been pushed a certain way. And COVID was a major part to play in that. COVID was a smokescreen to force people to do something that the government wanted based off of a lie. To sell pharmaceuticals, to sell to sell drugs and make as much money as they can while fear-mongering and forcing people to stay inside because it was the government's way of assuming control. And everybody was okay with that. And you can't shut down a machine for over a year and expect everything to be okay. That is a lifetime of, da- of damage done to the money that could have been made and the long-term effects toward businesses and small businesses shutting down. So it is amazing to see all of that start to come out and the and our own government actually defending us. You don't really see that anymore. It, it was always one loss after the next, seeing gas prices rise, seeing all of our tax dollars wasted away toward nothing probably probably toward money laundering and this was it shows a change of heart and the reason that i'm talking about this is because when so many years have gone by dealing with all of this it can seem like it would go on forever and life becomes dark life becomes cynical and broken. But there is a there's a kind of flow to time and and history where the lowest of lows will give way to a rise and the highest of highs will give way to a fall. And where we are now, the United States is in a crippled position People are frustrated. They have no control over their money, their their circumstances, and the quality of life has dropped. There's no religion, no belief, no faith. We live in a dead and broken and pointless world where every single person is just existing without really knowing why they're here. And you deal with that for long enough and you will start to snap. You will eventually start to change. And that's the way life flows in general, where if you deal with something long enough, it's like night and day where the state of your life will start to change because you know that you're ready to change something and to finally change your reality based from your habits, your thoughts. You um, you want to break that wheel. That's that cycle when you're finally so sick of it that you don't want to do it anymore. That is where I think this country is at. I feel that so much of the hatred toward Trump is what, or the manufactured hatred is what caused the the decisions that led us here. And now when the results have shown themselves, people have finally sobered up. They realized what happened. And no matter how corrupt or evil someone can be vengeance is mine says says the lord you cannot run from your mistakes and your sins 
and you will be judged as death comes. And that is why God offers forgiveness and his grace if you would simply repent for all that we are sinful and really, in essence, evil, to repent of all that we are and to follow a, a greater path, a divine path. Life always has a way of sorting itself out, and I feel that is a, a divine power, something that God is in control of and wants to show poetry through it because it's not a very beautiful story when you say that you got everything you wanted all at once. A beautiful story is when you, is when you hear about somebody who came from nothing and struggled through hell in absolute and total desperation, Who, someone who continued to stand through it all and continued to move on and, and fight and finally made it to the end and won. That is a story you want to hear, and it's a process. It is a slow growth. And the, the United States and the world in general has been falling apart. And really, most of it is due down to a few evil individuals who stand at the top of our our governments making decisions trying to make themselves god they want to be be at the top but you do it long enough and cripple the system that's that's supposed to serve the pe the people and they'll realize what happened and they'll start to assume control when they've lost everything and have finally had enough and it's not even based off of government. It's a belief crisis. It's a faith crisis where people, there's nothing wholesome. As far as media goes, um, TV shows, everything now is so, de so dead and, so and soulless, where when you were a kid in the 90s and, two and 2000s, TV, music, movies were all just the best. They were all the best. And you saw that slow change. They say that the golden years were from, were from roughly 1998 all the way up to 2015. That was the, the beginning of a great 15 years. And then 2015 was, started, was starting to lead toward its decline. And really, it comes down to the abundance of technology and everything we have now, where nothing means anything anymore. If you've been overstimulated, nothing will ever satisfy you. You'll see all of the information of the world, and none of it will matter anymore because it's always there. There's no pacing. There's no rituals. There is just constant and moving information and news where people are overwhelmed and don't know what to do with it, where you'll see these people making hundreds of thousands of dollars in the speed of light. And you're just sitting there just wanting to take a breath and just take it easy and live a peaceful and well-living life. So there is a contradiction toward whether or not you should focus completely on money and really live miserably 
or to sacrifice some of that to live a better life. And it's difficult when your own leaders are actively conspiring against the people trying to disable your own freedom and right to speak so that they can rule over you, making your life even harder when you're already fighting so hard. So it's a mix of all kinds of different frustrations, all leading to the result that I feel like the government would finally turn around. That is a beautiful idea. That is a hope. And I feel that it really started with Bud Light and Target. It gave people the realization that they have control. They can do something. They can influence the future. And Disney as well, they're they're on a, they're on a free fall right now. And the government is now being being checked for their decisions. Most reporters that would defend Biden are now asking him the questions that no one ever dared to, to ask. And that is a big deal. It's truly showing that eventually your, your sins will find you out if you do not repent of them yourself. And... That is why I am hopeful for what's to come, for the future to come. I'm excited. And it may be hard right now and still probably the worst moments of our life because of money or situations, but you always look ahead. Look to what is to come. Things can always change. Um, I mean, there's even a case where if you ever lost your job and started to run run out of money and even had to live in your car and had to figure things out it from the darkest moments can come the brightest days because from that moment then you could have some job come into your life and then start to work and then find a new home with even better circumstances than before. And before you know it, in about five, 10 years, you have a greater home than you could have ever imagined. There are chapters uh, um, of life. There's not a constant um, state of being. It is always changing and shifting like a story. So yes, things are hard right now, but I have hope for what is to come. And that is what people should focus on and invest toward. I'm doing that with this page. I'm doing it with YouTube, which make sure to follow me there at the stutterer. But I am so hopeful for what's to come, guys. Things have been so hard for for me even. Um, More than difficult, but... When you are inspired to live like a hero, to show others that you can continue to fight on, to hold on, and to stand up for what's right, life is always worth living for. It's a journey. It's a fight. It's a war where as long as you keep fighting and moving, there's always a chance, and you have to believe in that. So I'm so excited for what's to come, guys. Thank you all for listening. That is all I I, I have for now. I, I hope you all take care. 
And thank you for everything, guys. You're all the best. I'll see you all very, very soon. And all the best, guys.